0: Welcome to A Tad Bit Crunchy, a podcast about transforming your life using natural and holistic hacks. I'm Whitney Bean, wellness and life coach and mom of four. I'm curious and learning right alongside you. I believe we can achieve better health and balance and still be on time for soccer practice most of the time. Hello, and welcome to A Tad Bit Crunchy. This is Whitney Bean. I am an integrative wellness and life coach, an integrative somatic practitioner, and a birth doula, and I'm super excited to chat with you today. So, this week we have something exciting that we are kind of relaunching that I am really thrilled to talk about. And um, that is the Emotional Intelligence for Kids workbook called Talking About Feelings with Kids. This is something that was created um, a couple years ago that has been revamped and revisited. And I'm excited to relaunch this little beauty. And we're going to talk more about it in the show. But I just want to let you know that Talking About Feelings with Kids, the link for that is in the show notes. So, if you are just starting to listen, And you're like, heck yes, I've been wanting to get this for a while and it's available again. Go ahead and click on that and get your hands on it. And during the show today, we're going to dive more into what that is, if you're not familiar with it and why it's been created and what it can do for your family. Another reminder today to uh, go ahead and like the show, to rate it, to go ahead and write a rating on there, uh, a review on there, and to share the show. Um, We want to get this in the hands as as many people as possible. We want to change the world. We want to make sure that everyone has heard about emotional intelligence, about wellness in the family, about improving family life and family culture. And so spreading the word is my most desired thing of you this week. I would love, love, love for you to share the show. And honestly, my most desired thing is for you to have like fulfillment and love and hope and joy in your home. But second to that, share this podcast and share um, me on Instagram. I would love to get in the ears and eyes of more amazing intentional families. All right, so let's jump into the show today. Um, For those of you who are familiar with me, you'll probably know I love to talk about emotional intelligence because it is one piece of the puzzle for how to have a more fulfilled, um, loving, peaceful, joyful home. It is a huge piece of the puzzle. And in family wellness, we talk about the holistic person. So we talk about the mind and thought work and what's going on with our brains. We talk about emotions and our hearts and our relationships. We talk about the physical body and how we can help the physical body through nutrition and sleep and movement and exercise. We talk about the somatic part of that body as well. And then we also talk about um, the spiritual body as well, the purpose, the values that drive what we're doing. So we have those four main points and pieces of us that we talk about. And it all applies to our family life as well. So as we are trying to make a a purposeful value filled lifestyle for our family, it has to include all four of those pieces. And so if you're looking for better health in your family, for example, you can't just do the body work, right? You got to do all the pieces. If you're looking for better emotional health, trying to help your family with things like anxiety and feared fears and feeling scared, you can't just do the emotional work. And if you're working through the thoughts of, you know, my kid is feeling this thing and they're just kind of repeating it over and over and over. You can't just work in the mind. It's all one huge puzzle. It's all these different pieces that go together. And um, I find that one of the best ways to get into that world, to get into kind of cracking the code of how do we get into an individual, not just on the surface, but like dig down is through emotional intelligence. So for example, if you're wanting to improve your ch- your child's tantrums or, you know, they're having a hard time and they're having these big outbursts, um, you can absolutely work on those tantrums and you can absolutely work through better nutrition, sleep, kind of setting up the circumstances for that kiddo. But the best success that you're going to have is teaching them emotional intelligence, having your kids learn what emotions feel like naming those emotions, creating an environment where they feel safe to talk about those emotions so that they can bring it out of their bodies and really bring it to the forefront. And then you helping to be a facilitator of what to do with those emotions. What do we do once we have those feelings, which are totally natural and normal. So we have this huge piece, this emotional intelligence that helps our kids to bring out what's going on internally. And it takes away the shame. It takes away the hiding. It takes away that, oof. I shouldn't do that thing. I shouldn't feel that thing. And it helps our kids to know that, Hey, this is the human experience. And this is what we do with that human experience. So just like the smallest synopsis before we kind of jump into talking about feelings with kids, um, when we have our kiddos or any of us, any human, we have our emotions and then we have actions emotions and actions are separate. And so often they are so intermingled. It's hard to know which is which, and it's hard to know that there's even a difference. And so when we see our kid throw something across the room in anger, we shame the action, but along with that, we also shame the emotion. So we say, don't you do that? What are you thinking? What are you doing? And we're shaming, not just the action, But we are then shaming the emotion as well. And so our kids feel like, okay, I just felt this thing that felt really powerful and really strong, and I am not supposed to feel that thing. It's very clear to me that my parents said, don't feel that thing. And so when our kid then, for example, wants something at the store, they feel like they just want it so bad and they don't know what to do with that feeling. They don't know what to do with that disappointment then their action might be a tantrum, right? Screaming, crying, so sad. And we shame the heck out of that. What are you doing? Why you can't do this? You can't have a tantrum in the store. We're leaving the store right now. What are you doing? And our kids aren't learning that what they're experiencing at the core, at the base, at the foundation is a totally human experience. And so we can help our kids to learn that at the base of that, at the foundation of that, they are having a feeling. And we all have feelings. It is totally natural and totally normal. And we want our kids to have feelings, but by differentiating, this is a feeling and this is an action, right? So this in the store with that tantrum, the feeling is what probably frustration, disappointment, sadness, anger, the action is screaming, yelling, kicking, whatever else that tantrum looks like. So there are two huge separate pieces, but they aren't separate unless we separate them. And so we can talk to our kids with, okay, this is the emotion that you're experiencing. And let me teach you some awesome things that you can do some actions that you can do when you have that emotion. So, um, what I like to do is I like to call it a thumbs up action or a thumbs down action. So, okay. You're feeling frustrated. What's a thumbs up action we can take when we feel frustrated because we all feel frustrated. So then the conversation totally changes, right? So what we're getting at here is that we're teaching our kids, the skills, the foundational skills so that they can make better choices. So, those foundational skills of, okay, I am feeling frustrated or I am feeling angry. I am feeling feelings inside of me. And then using those skills of what do I do when I have that feeling? What is a thumbs up thing to do when I have that feeling? It might be just taking a breath, it might be talking to mom and dad and saying, I'm having this feeling and I don't know what to do with it. Or it might be, hey, mom, I need a hug. Or it might be, I need to go take some space. So we're teaching our kids all of these skills, which start first with awareness, that awareness of the emotion and identifying what it feels like, what that experience feels like in our body. So just like we're teaching our kids, like learning when they need to go to the bathroom or when they might feel hungry or thirsty or too hot or too cold or tired, we're teaching our kids these sensations. We also need to teach our kids the emotions and the sensation that they get in their body with those emotions. And this is a beautiful skill to learn at such a young age because then they build communication skills. They build problem solving skills. They build conflict resolution skills. They, they all of a sudden have this awareness that was not there before. And so the tantrums come down. Right? We have less tantrums, the t- tantrums are smaller and they happen less frequently, right? And when they do happen, we know, okay, what's the skill that I can teach there, right? So we're not just trying to make these kids that are like, don't feel feelings. We totally are in agreement that like we are human and we feel feelings and they are separate from our actions because when we have these actions that are so entwined, intertwined with the emotion Yet those things that are intertwined are what we have learned or seen or just done, but they're not really appropriate or kind or nice or thoughtful. And they're not really things that we want to see. So even as a parent, we might have frustration with our kid, right? And then yell at our kid. So the action was yelling, the emotion, frustration. And then what do we feel next? Probably guilt, right? So with our action. So many times we have that sensation of oh, shouldn't have done that. Right. And so what we're doing is we're helping to back the truck up we're going back to that foundation so that we can first identify the emotion, identify what are some thumbs up actions that we can take so that our actions are in alignment with our values more often. Our kids don't have this naturally. Like this is a skill that we are teaching. And so as an adult, you don't have to know any more than your kids. If you're like, well, I experience that all the time. (laughs) I yell at my kids. I feel guilty. I have tantrums. I have to shut my family out all the time. It's okay. You don't have to be any further along on the road than your kiddos. Aside from the fact that you are listening to this podcast and they probably are not right. Like you're just that fraction of a step ahead of them knowing this is something I want for my family that is different than what we've done before. That's different than what we've seen before. It's something that we want to try because what we've been trying isn't working. So I love to think, and I love to talk about like, we're creating a new generation, right? This whole new generation, if we had more emotional intelligence in our families, in our homes, in these kids who are then becoming teens and then becoming adults, we would have a much more kind community. Okay. So we are starting in the home so that we can create better humans who create better communities. Not to mention the fact that when you have more stable, more, um, rooted emotions and emotional life, you will have better physical health. You will have better mental health. You will have better connection and spiritual health. Okay, so it is this huge piece that comes with an amazing array of benefits and blessings in the end. And that's why I say I I love working with feelings because it gets us so much. It is this beautiful piece that kind of opens up the internal world. And so that we have kind of access to what's going on underneath. So the somatic practitioner in me, right? We love to talk about what is that experience going on underneath, because it is our human experience. It is so important for us to recognize and notice and to validate the experience that we're having internally so that we can have a more peaceful life externally and internally. So instead of this message of, you know, like, just push it down, just shove it down. um, No crying. We don't need to cry. Why are you crying? Just get through it. Just push through it. Just power through man up. You know, this messages that are well intended, but just don't teach a single skill. The only thing that you're learning here is that what you're experiencing is wrong. What you are experiencing is false. What you are experiencing is even going to maybe hurt or harm any relationships or anything. It might be embarrassing even, right? So what you are learning is that the natural emotions that you are having are unacceptable. And what do you do with that message, right? That's so uncomfortable. So now we have so many adults who are just shoving things down and just carry that tension and that stress and have all of these physical and mental health issues because they don't know how to process something that is naturally happening. So We have this opportunity to ourselves heal and to bring forward what's going on and then also to help our kids. And it doesn't have to be like this big thing. It's just so simple. It is like at its core. It's like when we first learned about how like what we eat matters, (laughs) And then we're like, oh, what we feel matters, right? So it's like this new generation where all of a sudden we get to validate something that's been happening all along and we get to bring all of these awesome benefits and skills forward because of it. Okay. So let's talk about uh, talking about feelings with kids. So in working with clients, I originally worked with mostly moms, mostly women. And over time, as they saw... Um, benefits of coaching, as they saw results in their own thinking and their own feeling in their own physical bodies, they then would ask the question at some point, okay, now how do I teach my kids these same skills, right? So as I'm teaching these women who are trying to either reduce their anger, reduce their anxiety, reduce stress, trying to have healthier bodies, and we're learning this holistic approach of putting all of these pieces together Then the question was, now, what do I do to teach my kids these same skills? How do I teach my skills to these kids? And so that's where talking about feelings with kids came from, because I knew for my own family and for clients, I could tell that there was a place, there was a market for having skills at our fingertips. Like, how do we teach our kids these things? Because I do obviously, if you can't tell, truly believe that as our kids learn these skills they behave better they have more joy they have more fulfillment they have better connection they have better access to what to do in a struggle right it doesn't mean they're never going to struggle it doesn't mean they're never going to have a hard time but they have better access to skills and so this is important stuff and so as i was thinking about like okay what's the best way to teach this to families everything that is taught in families is going to be beneficial coming from the parents, right? So I could work with every kid under the sun. It's going to be more beneficial if it's coming from the whole family. And any practitioner will tell you that, right? A practitioner can only do so much, but when the same Um, concepts are being taught over and over, repeated over and over by those parents, that is where we are going to get health, right? So let's say I was a nutritionist and I was like, hey, here are some things that your kid could eat. These would be really beneficial. It's not going to make any difference unless those are the things that are getting into those kids' mouths on a day-to-day basis. So same with emotional intelligence, right? Like I can have this podcast, I can have this Instagram account, like, We can send out newsletters. I can tell all these parents about all these concepts, but it's not going to do any good to their kids unless it's something that their kids are taking in each and every day, and then it's going to break the mold. Then it's going to make a difference. So as for just like the basic ins and outs of talking about feelings with kids, this is totally available to you right now. I'm so excited to relaunch it. Um, it is $35, which is amazing. It's a six week lesson plan. So for the, you know, less than a loaf of bread each week, you have these lessons at your fingertips and you have them for your whole life. You can redo these lessons over and over. The six week lessons are meant for ages about two and up. If you have younger kids, like under that age, they will absolutely do the activities with you and it will be just fine. And the lessons are all the way up through adults. So everything that you're learning is going to be something that you as an adult will be able to, um, take in as well. And it have incredible benefits from. So these six lessons are meant to be about 30 minutes or less. And each lesson includes the concept. It includes a QR code that you scan and you watch a video that's about two or three minutes. And then there is a worksheet and a game for the whole family. So there's four parts to every single lesson. 30 minutes each week. There's no preparation needed. So you as a parent, you don't have to read ahead, you don't have to plan ahead, you don't have to create any lesson plan ahead, you don't have to do anything aside from either print out or open up the book. Um, it's available in a digital copy um, for you. Um, if you are interested in a physical copy, please reach out to me. We have those available as well. Um, it's just a little bit of a separate link. Um, and this is gonna help your family each week to build concept to concept. So it's going to start that foundational concept and it's going to build from there. Very simplistic, very easy. And it also is going to have different examples so that your kids can see what these concepts look like with actual kiddos. So as a family, you're going to learn the skills and tools to build a foundation of emotional intelligence. So teaching kids how to recognize and be aware of emotions is going to allow them to voice what they're experiencing confidently and take an effective action when they feel stuck. So as a family, you'll learn to use these tools to reduce and diffuse conflict, to problem solve, to reduce stress, to communicate effectively and support one another and yourselves. So as you're learning these skills, you're also going to see better communication and more connection as a family overall. So we're trying to reduce the amount of tension and stress and tantrums and accelerate or help the amount of regulation, helping to regulate emotions, recognize emotions, and work together as a family when things come up. I also want to add in just like a couple of testimonials because I feel like these are so powerful. Like I could sit here all day long (laughs) and tell you that it is a great resource, but I also want you to know that, um, families are having an impact. This is impacting families in a positive way. So one says this will be such a great resource for my family. We did the first lesson this week and the girls especially loved the video and activity short and sweet and real life applications. My seven-year-old, having a hard time expressing and accepting feelings. And I'm hoping that this will help her. Thanks. And then the next one says, my kids are loving these lessons and I love the practical applications. So thank you so much to those, um, reviews. And I really appreciate hearing feedback. Um, and over time you'll learn as your kids are learning along with you, you know? And so it's not something again, that you have to know ahead of time. It's almost like a recipe book. Like you just open up a recipe book and you just get started and you go from there. And that's exactly what this is meant to be like, so teaching kids how to recognize and be aware of emotions is going to allow them to voice what they're experiencing, um, confidently and take those effective actions when you feel stuck or when they feel stuck. And so in the moment, um, that's like one of the biggest questions I get from parents is like, what do I do in the moment? And my biggest piece of advice is work outside of the moment. <laughs> so it's like soccer practice. It's like, you don't just show up for the soccer game and like hope that all goes well. It's like, well, I've never played soccer before, but here we go you are going to practice each week, right? You're going to practice each day, whatever that looks like, practicing outside of the moment so that in the moment, when there are tantrums, when there are flare-ups, when there are big emotions that are dysregulated, you have the skills that have been practiced. So you're going to the soccer game with all this experience, all this repetition, all this flow, because you have had all that practice. And this is exactly what it's like. You're experiencing and practicing outside of the moment so that in the moment, things feel more natural. And it might feel a little bit like you are, um, driving a stick shift at first, right? It might be like, okay, this feels a little bit more manual. Like I'm having to really think about, okay, what did Whitney say? Or what do I do here? Or, okay, I'm recognizing they're having an emotion. Do I say they have an emotion? What do I ask them first? Right? It might feel a little bit mechanical and that's okay. But over time, it will feel so much smoother and it will feel more peaceful. So instead of just coming at all of the things that we've had in the past, right? We're like coming in with conflict, we're coming in with triggers, we're coming in with dysregulation. We are coming at this. Completely differently. We're practicing outside of the moment so that in the moment things feel more natural. Okay, so we're practicing skills with our kiddos and on ourselves so that things happen more naturally. So we can reduce conflict, so that we can problem solve, so that we can work together, and so that our kids can work through this foundation of learning about emotion intelligence from a super young age and they will pass us up, right? Like they are going to be way better at experiencing and feeling emotions than we. Have ever experienced. And that is going to be so exciting. I feel like that is such an exciting piece of this whole thing. I love that emotional intelligence is being taught in schools. My kid, my seven year old came home this week. He knows I love talking about emotions. And he's like, Mom, guess what we did this week? We did SEL, cell, we did social emotional learning. And he told me all about it. I love when my kids talk to me about what they're learning in school. I love that this is being taught in schools. This is something. Um, the book about emotional intelligence and kind of this concept in his very first book, which was, I think I want to say like 30 years ago, more than 30 years ago, he specifically said, my dream is to have this one day taught in schools. If every kid could learn these things. And so, um, this is a piece that we can have at home. This is the piece that we can teach from our own homes to create more peace, more comfort, more connection, more joy. So if you're interested, or if you're just curious, go ahead and click on the link in the show notes, and I would love for you to check it out. So talking about feelings with kids, six week lesson plan for teaching your kids emotional intelligence. This is meant for no preparation ahead of time. You're just going to download it. It's going to be an instant download. You're going to receive it right away printed out, I would highly recommend three-hole punching it, sticking it in a binder so that you have those available. And if you need to copy any of the worksheets, you can do it that way as well. And at checkout, check out, you're also going to be um, able to, if you would like to download and print out some worksheets that go it's like a preschool bundle is what it's called so it's some worksheets that your kids can work through you don't have to have a preschool in order to do it but it's just like some additional worksheets that your kids can use if you want to keep that learning going and keep the repetition going, if you do have a preschool, then absolutely go for that. Cause that's going to give you some worksheets that are super simple, that are going to help your kids in your class to really, um, solidify what they're learning in the workbook. So that's it for today. We're going to keep the podcast short and sweet. Um, and I hope that you take advantage of the talking about feelings with kids, the activities and the concepts in here are literally Things that we use in our family every single day, every day. And I cannot tell you how grateful I am for these concepts. And they are things that came little by little bit by bit. I wish I had had a book like this. That would give me the rundown from the get go, but this is pieced together over time and through experience. And I'm so grateful for the books that we've read for the podcast, the learning that we've been able to take in to put together these concepts so that they could be so um, efficient and organized for anybody moving forward. Um, so I hope you take advantage of those. And one last thing, I just wanted to share a couple of experiences with my own kids that will hopefully help to kind of, I mean, I can't guarantee that these things will happen with your kids, right? But just with teaching kids emotional intelligence from a super young age and helping our kids work through things. And when something comes up, when we see these tantrums, when we see these outbursts, asking the question, what skill could they learn? in order for this to be better next time, right? So instead of punishing our kids, instead of saying, what the heck are you doing? Go to your room, get out of here, right? Instead of separating ourselves from our kids, we are helping to connect by saying, okay, what skills could we teach? What skills can we learn as a family so that this goes better next time? And so even just this last week, we had a kiddo, um, my 11 year old was kind of sad about something. And so she was um, kind of coming close to me and I was giving her a hug and from across the room, our four-year-old came and she came right up to her and put her head on the 11-year-old and rubbed her back and was like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I hope you're okay. And my kids constantly will be looking for and finding solutions for the other kiddos. You know, so if somebody gets hurt, somebody will run and get an ice pack. If somebody gets hurt, then the other ones come and check on them. They kind of pause everything, come check on that kiddo or go get mom. If mom or dad, if we're not around, um, I love that my kids, when they're going through things, they help each other out. They come together and it is a natural skill. Like I, we haven't shown them precisely in any of these experiences. It's just a matter of like, Empathy, teaching, um, emotions, teaching empathy, teaching we all have feelings. We all have things that we struggle with. And then, um, watching the kids kind of develop these skills over time. I love the next generation, like love, love them. They are so amazing. And they really, I mean, if we've teach this foundation of skills, they are going to take off with them. They are going to do so much more with them than we will ever have imagined. And they just need that little bit of experience. I remember a couple of years ago, we were on a bike ride. I think it was during COVID. It seems like there was like, we were doing bike rides and and walks every single day. It was part of our our routine. And it was like the first thing we did in the morning after, you know, we kind of got ready and then got out of the house to get some fresh air. And, um, we were on a walk and I had, um, my oldest was scootering and she was going down a Hill and she hit a bump at the end, hit some rocks at the end. And she took a spill and she was bleeding. I can't remember if it was her elbow or knee. I think it might've been her knee. She was bleeding a little bit. So we kind of caught up to her. She was up ahead of us. We caught up to her and she was really upset and really sad. And I was thinking, okay, do I need to like take her scooter? How do I get her home? She's so sad. And she said, you know, do you have a tissue or anything? And I was like, I don't have anything. I don't have a tissue on me to clean it up. I don't have anything. I don't have a bandaid to put over it. I'm so sorry. And, um, her sister who's two years younger said, wait, I have something. And she took something out of her pocket. And it was this tiny little tic-tac container, my, uh, 11 year old who was younger at the time, but she loves little containers. So she had this little container in her pocket. And she opened up the container and inside the container, there was a tissue. And then inside the tissue, there were two tic-tacs left. And she got a tic-tac out for her older sister who was hurt so that she was like giving her this gesture of love because she was hurt. And as she was giving it to her, then the older daughter said, wait you have a tissue right there. And she was like, Oh yeah. And it was like one of the most heartfelt, adorable experiences I've ever seen, because what did she need in that moment? She needed love and she needed connection. And her younger sister gave that to her and it cheered her up completely. She felt so much better. She had the tic-tac, she had the tissue, she had the love, she had everything she needed. And she had the confidence to be able to ride the scooter all the way back home. And I will never forget this experience. It was such a tender, adorable, You know, like the younger sister could have just been like, oh, oh, well, whatever. And wrote off or she could have been like, you're fine. It's not that bad. But in that moment, she asked herself, what could I do to help this sister? And she had the thing that I would have never thought of. I would have never thought of a tic-tac to cheer up my sister. And she just happened to have it wrapped in this tissue. (laughs) And so just a little example of empathy and love and connection um, with these siblings who Uh, who get to grow up with a foundation of health. They get to grow up with a foundation of healthy emotions and healthy interactions. And I am so proud of them. And I'm so grateful for that experience. So that's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope that you have such a wonderful day. And, um, I can't wait to talk to you on Instagram. I can't wait to talk to you through the newsletter. If you're not on our newsletter, I'm going to post that in the show notes as well. And I hope you have a great week out there. Bye-bye. I'm so glad that you found a tad bit crunchy. You can show your love by leaving a review and sharing the show. Reviews help the podcast to be seen by more curious and intentional women just like you. And of course, sharing the podcast is how we can help more and more folks create a natural and holistic foundation for their health. If you share on social media, be sure to tag me at Whitney Bean Coaching so I can show some love. Thanks, guys.